a row. Oh my fucking god! Hi. What? That was so. All right, we got That wasn't even that Ooh. loud. I'm lowering the volume of mine. That Why? It doesn't hurt my ears. What? It doesn't hurt. Oh, my is that ears. what that does? That lowers your volume of what you're hearing because yes. you have sensitive ears and sensitive hands, delicate hands. So I have a question. What's up? Why? <laughs> <laughs> What a dick. What? I was going to say, why are you looking at me? But it just came out as why. No. I didn't look at you, too. You said why. I, I was looking it. across the room. What an asshole. I'm sorry. Do you think, what are your chances of surviving an apocalypse with the person you're with now? With Brandon? Yes. That's a really good question. That's a really delicious You got to answer. answer it. <laughs> I feel like they're pretty decent. Are they decent? What are your chances alone? Are they I feel higher? Like I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like they'd be about the same. Do you? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Why? What about what about you? Oh, we're dying. We're dying. <laughs> you? You're you could die. I'm like me by myself. I'll be fine. Yeah. Me with my wife and two kids, we are fucked. Oh, Ryan, fucked up. <laughs> oh. oh, we are fucked. Somebody, some of you walking down the trail, you're like, Ryan, be quiet. Hey, so do you like dinosaurs? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, what's I'll your favorite like, dinosaur? Be like, Ryan, we gotta be quiet. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. What about you with I mean, your with the welterweight champion? Oh, with her, I'd die. Uh, <laughs> but that, that'd be before the apocalypse. She'd beat the shit out of me. Fucking, but no, uh, on my own, I'd be fine. I have land. I have a cabin. Yeah. Anyone set foot to my cabin? Shoot. I don't have land or a cabin, but. Yeah, you're fucked. Well, I'm going to steal your cabin and throw my people in it so that I can Why survive. Why don't you just take over the neighbor's cabin? And That's then, what I was going to do. Yeah. We talked about this multiple yeah, times. Yeah, we have talked about our, our apocalyptic plan. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, mine would just yet? be, yeah, I'd kill myself. Oh, 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 great. So, no, she would not survive, well, everybody. Archives, <laughs> that that is how Emily would make it through the apocalypse. She wouldn't. Yeah, she just would just tap out. Oh, yeah. we're in the apocalypse. What if they, no, like, what if it's a scare? And then the next day they're like, oh, everything's fine, everybody. It's like, well, Emily's already gone. <laughs> Emily's just laying there like. <laughs> <laughs> fucking well, bullet, man. No, because I feel like even if it was just a scare, chaos would just For, like, erupt. one day. Okay, y'all. If it's just a scare, we're built one like day. cavemen. Y'all are what fine. Y'all are fucking fine. What? I feel like I feel like I'd, y'all I'd, can handle your I own. I want to be called the caveman. You can't. Why you can't you handle your own? I mean, I could <laughs> with a weapon. Well, yeah, you don't go without a weapon. Ha- you just out there like you think we're just punch people. Fisty in the face cuffing it. Well, I think y'all would be fine if that's all you had. <laughs> where your fist. Oh, this guy's got an assault rifle. Fisty cuffs. <laughs> We got this. We somehow like, have to like Superman. What am I fucking throwing Aiden at people? Please and that's how do we're that. taking them down. Please don't do that. <laughs> I would. Just my corpse. <laughs> He's beating the fuck Aiden's out. been dead for three weeks. I'm still carrying him I'm everywhere. Smell a bit. <laughs> Dude, he's bloated. It just adds to the hit power. <laughs> I, I am a little bit bloated right now. Is that brisket? Mm. Is that brisket? Mm. I made a good brisket. Where did you pretty good. Hi, hello. It was, I'm you know what made it even better? Okay, was lady and tramping. I'm, I'm trying to introduce. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I'm Colt. I'm. You're what? Colt? I'm Colton. Oh, I was like, you're not Colt. No, I didn't say that. Is, did it sound like you said? Colt? I heard Colt because you know I said I'll Colt. go fuck myself then. All right, okay. all right, Colt. I'm Colton. I'm Colton. Is, are you not turtly enough for the turtle? My buddy calls me that when he's high. He's like, "Who is this?" And he's like, "Oh, it's Colton." Your friend sounds stupid. I'm Aiden. <laughs> and today. 
We're talking about Texarkana murders. Are we? Part two. <gasps> Should we do it after the sad break? Uh, yeah, but real quick, I want to I talk about two things. Okay. One, you sent me hmm? a picture of giant spiders in Antarctica. Yeah. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. So I brought that up, and everyone's like, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out, <laughs> crazy ain't might be right. <laughs> or it's fake. <laughs> Could be fake. We're <laughs> just like, feeding into your conspiracies. <laughs> I lay awake at night thinking about those fucking spiders. Oh, do you? No. I didn't think so either. Yeah, there's snow, giant snow spiders up there. I don't have to worry about them. However, I did start looking at jobs in Antarctica. Why? Like, I don't know. What Why? jobs are in Antarctica? Dude, there's actually a lot. You, know, you can be Was a movie really? theater operator up there. How much do they get paid? I think there's shitload. Oh. No one's Probably because no Antarctica. one fucking lives there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all scientists and shit, but they got to watch movies too. That sounds awful. What do you do with all your money? You can't go spend it. Yeah, that's a good. Point. That's actually what they say on the website. Like, you're not gonna be spending your money on a lot of stuff. <laughs> all clothing's pretty much provided. Housing's provided. So yeah, like, you're just living put away. in like a like a. Yeah, so you just want to. How long are you gonna live there? In the middle of fucking nowhere. I think you have to sign a three year contract. Three years? I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a trend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it takes <laughs> much. I got cut off in traffic today. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> a note. Hey, that's my fee. Today my was chair. the day. And it was just because like, they wouldn't accept I spilled my Starbucks. Ulta my Ulta card? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I fucking hate Ulta so Starbucks much. was closed for one hour today. <laughs> All right. That actually is a very tragic thing. That's because you're a bougie white girl. I'm not a bougie white girl. They have the egg box. <clears throat> Look um, at you. Duncan Supremacy. I do like Duncan's coffee. Duncan is so much better. Duncan, Duncan is, is better. so much better. But I'm they so don't have the baby. egg white bites. Bougie. Okay. Uh, second one, The remember the furry hacker group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear what they did? No. They hacked the government. Hell yeah. And demanded that we start working on real life cat girls. Oh, God. Never How mind. How did that go? <laughs> what? For what? Why do they want them? What would they do with them? What do you think Ethically, do what would they do with them? Fuck them. What That's do you think? So <laughs> <laughs> But I like, mean, I don't even know why you had to ask that. You need to stop yanking your mic around. It sounds like you're fighting the mic. <laughs> she is. Just She's fighting for her life. It's falling down, and I feel like you can't hear me. You tighten it. I can't. Tighten it's up. tight enough. You could tighten the other end. <laughs> oh, no, that one doesn't have it. It's a different stand, isn't it? Yeah, you were saying. Yeah. I retract my statement. All right. Thank well, you. Texarkana, part two. Yeah. After okay. the sad break. Okay. Gather round, dwellers. If you're on the hunt for an energy boost that'll keep you going when going gets tough, then listen up. Pogger's Lifestyle Energy Powder is the legendary elixir you've been waiting for. That was a fucking mouthful. Poggers, available exclusively at poggerslifestyle.com. These products pack a punch that even Bigfoot would envy. But here is what makes it truly remarkable. It has flavors that are elusive to blue raspberry and a secret weapon. This is something that I really love and I use quite frequently. A sleep powder that will have you snoozing like a hibernating Sasquatch. My flavor choice on the sleep powder is the blue Aki. Akai? I don't know how to say that word. Whether you're chasing down mythical creatures or simply need something to get you that shadow you truly deserve, Poggers has your back. And here's a secret code to make your quest even more rewarding. Use Dweller during checkout on PoggersLifestyle.com and receive a legendary 10% off your purchase. So a lot of... And Texarkana. Oh, <laughs> what the fuck? well, that's one way to start it. I'm edit that out. Oh, uh, it's so, not. 
You, you should just that. beep it. It's, it's forever. We need to learn how to just beep it. <laughs> just censor it. I, can I like how she it. coughs it directly in my direction, I even know. though there's no one in that corner. I didn't want to cough into the mic. At least she doesn't cough like a child. Get <laughs> 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 the tongue out and everything. Well, so we're going to be doing that. part two of Texarkana Murders, and we might actually, this might turn into a part There's three parts. Are you, sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are like you doing? Hitting with a ball. Just. Okay, I'm done. Are you? Why is this going to be part Why do you sit so close to up. it? Because sometimes it I like talk Cheetos? quiet, and I feel like you can't pick it up. <laughs> Mine doesn't smell like Cheetos anymore. <laughs> I wonder if they got swapped. Does yours have like a cheeto musk to it? No, it has like a... Mine smells like plastic. Stale semen. What? <laughs> Lloyd, what are you doing, <laughs> yeah. dude? What? Wait, why do you know it's still seen? No like, reason. Like that close? <laughs> what do you do in the mur- Dude, we're going to get sidetracked. <laughs> All right, so this is the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, part two, possibly might dive into part Probably three. Probably three. Yeah, it, it's just a lot of information. But... <laughs> what? Uh, I thought I you were going to have to say something. <laughs> okay. The Texarkana Moonlight Murders occurring in 1946 was a series of unsolved crimes that instilled terror in the Texarkana community. You good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Straddling the state lines of Texas and Arkansas. Over a span of months, a mysterious assailant, later dubbed the Phantom Killer, oh. targeted couples parked in secluded areas. The attacks, marked by a distinctive pattern and escalating violence, not only claimed lives, but also left the community in a state of fear and uncertainty. Despite extensive investigations and media attention, the identity of the Phantom Killer remains elusive, making the Texarkana... Stop. Jesus. Can you not sit so close to it? She is just like... <laughs> problem fucking mad today. I'm sorry. waiting on the apocalypse. God damn. Didn't she say she's going to kill us all? Yeah, I'm going to yeah, kill myself. She's waiting right. for it. <laughs> okay, well, that... Might need to change this to therapy with her. <laughs> we should totally do therapy with Father Colton. Negative. God, no. I'm so excited. Making the Texarkana Moonlight Murders one, one of the most enduring and haunting unsolved mysteries in America true crime history. To kind of recap everything, these attacks set the stage. These attacks set the stage for the heightened fear and tension of the Texarkana community, leading to a series of investigations and heightened vigilance among residents. The subsequent attacks, including the third and fourth, the subsequent attacks, including the third and fourth, we went over the first, <laughs> second, and the last one. Yeah, because then we covered Emily's smut with gun barrels. Yeah, that was that was weird. That's right. Speaking of Emily's smut, <laughs> the book she showed us today. Oh yeah, that was weird. Thank you for yeah. that. We will add that at the end of the episode. It's an audio book. <laughs> Emily I'm has very problems. Excited getting to railed listen by to a it. man in a skeleton case. <laughs> <laughs> but the Texarkana murders will continue to baffle law enforcement and the community at large, turning the Texarkana Moonlight Murders into one of the most infamous unsolved cases in American history. Oh. As the murders unfolded, a palpable escalation of fear and tension grabbed the community. The Phantom Killer's consistent patterns of targeting couples in secluded areas, which happened in the last episode, particularly at night. And we also covered one of the worst hide-and-go-seek games <laughs> ever. Literally ever. She had, he was like, run. And she's like, she dope. She up. stood she behind a pole like Aiden. <laughs> you can't see me. Can't see me. <laughs> I'm not you. But yeah, she, you know, she made it out. So we can crack that joke. Kind of. <laughs> and <laughs> But at what cost? <laughs> I mean, it was in 1946. 
So it's like you can start to crack 9-11 jokes now. <laughs> you guys weren't doing that before? Well, yeah, we, we were doing this, but still. Creating an anonymous atmosphere and making residents apprehensive about their safety whenever they're in similar circumstances. And then we talked about what people did to protect themselves. The guy with the amulet. <laughs> the, <laughs> the talisman. <laughs> the talisman. <laughs> Have you watched From yet? No. God damn it. She's not going to get the inside jokes. Why haven't you watched it? <laughs> you need to watch From. I even gave you the login. You did. God damn it. See, I'm not the only one forgetting shit. The local she forgot one thing. Okay. You forget everything. <laughs> it's not my fault I got the brain bang. <laughs> the local media played a significant role in intensifying the sphere, with headlines and news reports vividly detailing the brutal attacks and apparent randomness of the victims. Adding to the unease of the nature of the assailant. Why'd you say it like that? I don't know. Adding All to your the words un- like slandered together. I didn't no. hear any of it. No, 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 no. We're not even going to say what I want to say. Adding to the unease was the nature of the assailant. The lack of dis- the lack of describable motive and the mystery surrounding the phantom killer's identity fueled speculation <laughs> and deepened the sense of unpredictability. Residents found themselves unable to anticipate who might be the next target, contributing to a sense of vulnerability. People started packing heat. Hell yeah. Which they should be doing regardless. Got that thing on me. Like, Mine's hot pink in my car. Get that. You don't got it on you. It's in your car. It's in my car. Yeah, so someone comes in here. It's you got to excuse me, me real quick. Let me. Can I go to my car? She got the thing. And then she doesn't oh, come yeah. back. She offs herself at the car. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, inconvenience. <laughs> in response to perceived shortcomings by the law enforcement, some residents took matters in their own hands. Report service of individuals arming themselves and patrolling the streets at night an effort to protect their community, that, which is really stupid to me, by the way. I don't care enough about people to like, I got to save this town. Why don't you just lock Fuck the doors? Yeah. Lock the doors. Soak your gun. Maybe like just go to a different town altogether. This vigilante response underscored the depth of the fear that, that permitted Texarkana to get to the state it was in. Authorities, in turn, implemented measures to address this crisis. Curfews were imposed and safety precautions were advised. Couples refrained from engaging in typical social activities, which was probably good for a couple of people. Or they're like, yeah, because like, honey, let's go on a date. We don't go date to forever. The guy can finally be like, there's a murderer out there. And he's like, we can stay in today. All the people that were murdered, like on back roads, parked yeah, by back. themselves. How is that a normal social activity? It's That's 1946. Not yeah, what else social. are you going to do? Okay. I, I'm just saying. Maybe like, I'm stupid. What would you do on a date in 1946? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Exactly. Ask what it's closed. like to vote. Cause <laughs> 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 they didn't like that back then. You see time travel, go back. You guys are all pieces of shit. <laughs> Racist, sexist bastards. And then she realizes she's at the Salem witch trials. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> they did it! And they leave. <laughs> I would act like Satan if I did that. Came back during the like, Salem Witch Trials, and I just like popped out of nowhere. They would murder and everyone's you. Everyone's like... <laughs> they would just, murder like, you. Get back in. <laughs> <laughs> like, a curse upon you, and then leave. It changes the whole just... course of history. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon was taller. <laughs> what? Wasn't that... It's going to be like that small was things. the Witch Trials. Yeah. Oh. That was well before the witch trials. Damn, I'm retorted. Okay. <laughs> we know this. Okay. Couples refrain from engaging. Oh, yeah. 9 11 is going to be backwards. 
11. Oh, I'll be in November. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be one tower instead of two. Because, like, the one guy didn't show up. Yeah. And he's like, fuck, <laughs> missed my flight. <laughs> Group projects. That the worst. damn Satan. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a picture of me. It's like, this is what Satan really is. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's never You go back nice. to normal times, and everyone in churches is terrified of you. <laughs> Nobody in. has blue eyes anymore because everyone's been killed that has blue eyes. So opposite of what the Nazis did. Yeah, but what if now the Nazis are looking for everyone that looks like you? <laughs> Holy shit. Did you see that? Like, <laughs> I know we're getting off track here, but did you see that video where he's like, dude, let's time travel and like kill Hitler? And he's like, dude, that's bad. Like, that's a great idea. Time travel. He's like, what'd you do? Like, I killed baby Hitler. You'd be surprised how easy it is to kill a baby. <laughs> I just punched it right in its face. And they step outside and there's like so many Jewish people. And they're like... <laughs> Dude, there's so many Jews. <laughs> and the other guy's like, so many Jews. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest shit of my life. But getting back on subject. And public spaces became emptier as people sought to minimize the risk of becoming potential targets. It actually hurt Texarkana's, like, town because no one was going out to eat. No one was really doing shit. So, like, places were... I could see that. Yeah, on the verge of, like... Like COVID. Yeah, pretty much. The impact of fear generated by the attacks extended beyond the immediate concerns of safety, influencing the daily lives of Texarkana residents. Routine activities such as going out at night or ensuring leisurely drives became tinged with anxiety and apprehension. Apparently, that was like a big thing in the 1946s. Like, I'm going to go for a drive. I looked it up. They didn't have anything else to do. They just fucking, they just went and Why, drove. But if you're in a moving car, you wouldn't have to worry about. Let's share the point. I've run that bitch you are in a moving weapon yeah dude and plus cars back then oh yeah if you got in a wreck back then you're dead yeah like you're fender fucked. bender you're dead, dead. <laughs> this shit's made out of aluminum like, oh you're so. fucked so i think a body would have been fine oh yeah yeah, yeah but they're too. dead yeah they're dead <laughs> right the unchecked proliferation of rumors and the, uh, became a big panic at Texarkana and posed challenges to the ongoing police investigation. To address the issue, on April, t- April 18th, Gonzalez, the chief investigator, held a press conference aimed at dispelling false reports suggesting that their murderer had been apprehended. He emphasized that such rumors were not only hindering the investigation, but also proving harmful to innocent individuals. Gonzalez reiterated this concern in radio interview on May 7th, highlighting the detrimental impact of rumors diverting the officers from the main route of the investigation. He emphasized the importance of pursuing every lead, no matter how fantastical it may seem. The fourth incident in the Texarkana Moonlight Murders unfolded on May 3rd, 1946. When Virgil Starks, 37, you're going to be fine on this one. Okay. I knew, I felt like I had to tell you that the last grouping, not bad. Not bad. Okay. Not bad. Okay. I mean, okay. uh, bad shit happened. But I mean, <laughs> right. But age-wise. Yeah, age-wise, yeah. Oh, okay. No there grooming was, here. No, no grooming. We they had that one, like, what, 28? They last didn't cut one? their hair? 16. They didn't cut their hair? No, grooming as in, like, you know exactly what I'm <laughs> fucking talking about. You bastard. Also, I just want you to know that Panic and Texarkana would make for a great emo band. Holy shit, it would. Panic! Texarkana. Yeah. So, Virgil Starks, 37, a respected farmer in the Texarkana community, and his wife, Katie Starks, no relation to Rob Stark. 
became the what victim's... What about Tony Stark? Not, not there. You set him up. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get mad? You set him up. He gets mad at I was everything. like, shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> This man acts like he doesn't have anger issues. I don't, motherfucker. Became the victim of As he says, motherfucker. Virgil and Katie became the victims of a brutal attack in their rural home on the outskirts of outskirts. In their what home? Outskirts of Dictoke. Pashafoot. God damn it. I forgot the white claws. Yeah, you did. Yeah, They're in the garage. But they became victims of a brutal attack. The white claws? No! Oh my god. No, Virgil and Katie. A brutal attack at the rural home in the outskirts of Texarkana. Okay. The assailant, identified as the Phantom Killer, entered the residence and shot Virgil multiple times. That's aggressive. Tra- yeah, and just came in and went pew. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Their doors weren't locked? That's another thing. People didn't lock their doors back then. We're going to get the yeah. murderer. No, people didn't start locking legit. their doors until like 90s is when it got popular. Yeah. I literally talked about this. That was a thing back then was to leave your doors unlocked. Nobody locked like, no one, like being this fucked up did not exist. Mm-hmm. People didn't like break in. But it was currently existing in that small community. So why weren't they? If they were too scared to go out on the roads in a moving so car. They lived on the outs- so it. they thought they were fine because they lived on the outskirts of town. I feel like Which that's the least safe. I feel like here. I would be the opposite. That's yeah. the exact opposite. <laughs> I can imagine the conversation. Like Katie's probably like, "We should probably lock our our doors tonight, Virgil." No, nope. we're not one of them scared <laughs> pussy town folk. <laughs> Pretty sure they didn't talk like that in the forties, but sure. okay. Pretty sure oh. I did. It's Texas, the outskirts yeah. of Texas. Oh yeah, <laughs> let me do it better. <laughs> oh my it's god, it's speaking English. Yeah, it is Louisiana. V- tragically, Virgil succumbed to his injuries, and Katie. <laughs> Was shot, and I think she was shot in the leg. She just said shot in the lower extremity. That's leg to me. Though she was shot in the booty cheek. That means she has two buttholes. <laughs> Don't bitch. <laughs> Could be three if it went in and out. <laughs> oh, my okay. God, you're right. Though wounded, <laughs> survived the assault. This marked a grim departure from the previous attacks as it occurred within the victim's own home. Not in a car, but in the house. Intensifying the terror that already gripped the community. Katie's description of the assailant, a man wearing a white hood, provided crucial detail linking this incident to prior attacks. The authorities responded swiftly, launching an intense investigation, but the case remained unsolved, leaving a lasting impact not only in Texarkana's history, but Katie's removing the main main house the main man of the household. The attack of the Starks family concluded the series of the murders, so they believe at that time. They then started to speculate whether the murder that came in and attacked the Starks was connected. No, was not even the Phantom Killer. Was trying to be a copycat to take Virgil out because usually yeah, exactly not connected. Oh, they said is connected. My no, point. not connected. So they thought for a little bit that it wasn't connected because Katie survived. Nothing bad happened to Katie. Did Katie do it? And she shot herself in the leg. That's a theory. Shot herself in the booty cheek. She, she couldn't. Oh Mike my Lowry. God, that'd be like pow right in the butt. Power in the kisser. Well, I mean, so that's one of the conspiracy theories that, like, he did not attack them <coughs> because it doesn't match his MO. Right. Use a different weapon, by the way, a different type of gun. Yeah. And just usually the women get the brutal end of this. Right. But, Vir- but came in, apparently came in and immediately shot Virgil. Mm, I bet that bitch did. Also, it. I got the names wrong. It's not Mike Lowry, it's uh, Marcus <laughs> Miles. Okay. Sorry. You're fine. He was the one that got shot in the butt. Oh, okay. 
So you didn't get my reference. I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> no, I didn't. But would uh, would you do you think she killed her husband? Yes. No. <laughs> no. I think she did. Because divorce wasn't not a back thing. then. Listen to me. Before women were allowed to get freely I knew divorced, question should go do this. <laughs> before they were allowed to get like freely divorced, the murder rates for men like in their young twenties was sky high. Their life expectancy went up. Also, the age range, the age difference. It's not a young woman. Oh, she's yeah. old? Yeah, she's... Okay, one, she's 36. So. Back then, that Settle was old. <laughs> he was probably beating the fuck out of her. And this bitch was like, this is the perfect time to get rid of this of my husband. Yeah, she's the I can't witness. divorce him. They won't let me. Only Maybe. witness. They, can't, they couldn't own land. They couldn't do anything. But if she killed him... She, she gets, gets everything. the land. She exactly. gets everything. She's a widower. I can almost guarantee fucking tea that bitch said, I bet. <laughs> and she described everything to a tea that was described in the newspaper by the first set of victims. Yep. That bitch did it. So she that, fucking did it. So, I mean, th- that's one of the theories. <laughs> but I could see that. They eventually just said, like, all right, fine, fuck it. That's a phantom. That's a phantom kill right there. I'm more on the line of, she fucking killed That was Katie. Dude. That's a Katie kill. <laughs> Katie got a body. <laughs> Katie got a body, yeah. <laughs> Katie won Virgil dead. <laughs> and amid the investigations, the Starks murder, Sheriff Presley expressed chilling assessment, stating, the killer is the luckiest person I've ever known. No oh. one sees him, hears him in time, or can identify him in any way. You know what that reminds me of? What? The Ninja Parade. Who? Apparently they've been having a ninja parade for years, and like one time three thousand people showed up, and they were like, "We didn't see anything." Okay. Yeah. Well, they go and they try to see the ninjas. Oh. oh. You haven't heard of this? No. What ninjas? You'll disappoint me. The sheriff said, "No one sees him, hears him in time, or can identify him in any way." This observation underscored the elusive and stealthy nature of the assailant, adding to the mystique surrounding of the phantom killer. Law enforcement officers echoed this sentiment, characterizing the killer as a maniac who demonstrated exceptional <laughs> proficiency with a gun. All his shots were apparently calculated, except for Virgil's. Yeah, because Katie fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the other ones, like, the shots were, like, where they needed to go. Virgil just got fucking lit up. <laughs> the gravity I of I bet the he deserved it. What if it was Katie? <laughs> Team I Katie. I'm thinking it was What if Katie, Katie was doing all of them? No, no, and Virgil caught her. No, she's gonna start slacking. Then fuck. Yes, that's the case. Katie saw her window of opportunity, and she fucking. She was like, "I've been hoodwinked." I guarantee Virgil just came home drunk one day. He's like, "It's wife beating time," and she's like, (laughs) "Not tonight, motherfucker. Not tonight. I've had enough." Or he came home and he's like, "It's you." No, I don't think so. And then she was like, "Pow!" Right in the kisser. The, <laughs> the gravity of the situation was further emphasized by the statements from the vic- from a victim and survivor, Hollis, who asserted, I know he's crazy. The crazy thing is he made me feel that his mind was warped. You know, the girl that survived the first one? Yeah. The, I, I can't do Let me redo that voice. I believe in you. I know he's crazy. The crazy thing is he said he made me feel that his mind was warped. You sound like uh, I feel like I just the guy it. from Family Gay. Come here, Chris. Come here. Come here, baby. It reminds me of the little shrimp. It says, my sister had a baby, and then she died. <laughs> Holy fuck. That got dark real quick. <laughs> These insights from law enforcement are those, and those directly impacted by the attacks, contributed to the prevailing sense of fear 
within the Texarkana community as they grappled with the unknown assailant seeming to adapt it to every situation invading detection. So apparently he can't be caught. Or maybe the last one wasn't him. But oh. that's just my opinion. I think the last one was Katie. Katie did some shit. What if Katie was involved? No, I think Katie was just she like knew doing just it. like done done with it. Because like back then, you like people would have to see you physically beating your wife mm-hmm. for you to even be in trouble. Well, she yeah. can't. Yeah, she can't just go and be like <coughs> beating the fuck out of me. These two night. black eyes and <laughs> these two black my, guys. Oh, black, black eyes. eyes. These two black eyes. That took me a minute too. Nose. I was like, whoa, where are we going now? <laughs> yeah, is another one of her books? <laughs> No, <laughs> but Virgil can literally just be like, "Oh no, she fell on the stairs." Yeah, she hit her head on a doorknob like nine times, <laughs> twice. <laughs> Each eye was crazy. In the aftermath of the Starks murder on May third, nineteen forty-six, the investigation prompted the mobilization of law enforcement resources. Officers from the entire area were called upon to assist implementing blockades on Highway sixty-seven East. Those who had been in the vicinity at the time of the slaying, as well as several individuals found nearby, were detained for questioning. So if you were within, like, mi- like a few miles of the Starks household, you got stopped. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? May f- by May 5th, a team of 47 officers were dedicated to solving the murder. Seeking additional support, a mobile radio station arrived on May 9th, bringing in 20 Arkansas State police officers and a fleet of 10 Prowl Cars equipped with two-way radios to coordinate the growing investigation. All the other police cruisers didn't have shit. They didn't have radio because it was 1946. So having radios at the time was like top of the line. Like, you got to catch this motherfucker. On May 11th, a teletype machine was installed in the Bowie County Sheriff's Office to establish communication. What? What? A what was installed? A teletype machine. A teletype oh. machine. A teletype machine? <laughs> I thought you were going to say. How else do you catch a killer other than the Teletubbies? <laughs> like fucking. Everybody knows this. Was it Lala's in the back just rubbing its stomach? <laughs> yeah. uh, and they just, they and show Bo. up. <laughs> <laughs> Teletubby playtime. And they like turn on the TV and it's just like, for the love of God. <laughs> <laughs> so being murdered. That'd be horrifying. They should make a Dude, spinoff like, of them solving murders. And it's just like Ooh, the murders or you know how they did the, uh, the fucking stomach. The killer Winnie the Pooh. They should do a killer Teletubbies. That'd be scary. I would. I don't. I would never take acid. Only to watch. I like just <laughs> only to watch that movie. It'd be great. I've never done acid in my life. Maybe we should do acid time. first. The regular Teletubbies. No, I don't want to do. To acid. know what a good trip is like. I'm okay. La la. My buddy decided to go on a hike on an island with horses, and they were going to camp there. So they they took acid, and his dumbass took it before they set up the campsite. Mm. So it was a real bad trip. Yeah. And bad he trip said, and a bad trip. He said they sprinted back to the boat before it left, and they got stuck there all night. So they did. They set up the teletype machine so they could establish communication with other law enforcement within the area, within, like, other towns. And they also equipped those towns with teletype machines just in case some murders, you know, some murder happened over there that they need to communicate with. There's some murder going on There's over some here. some fucking murder. Imagine that call. Yeah, uh, that hooded motherfucker. We got some murder. We got we got death. Get the Teletubbies. <laughs> Get the Teletubbies. <laughs> but Doth, Dothar, Dr. Anthony LaPaz, by the way, this guy is sexist and racist. Oh, oh good. So Most had, people in the 40s. I were. had to literally <laughs> censor how he described shit because oh, no. it was vulgar as fuck. Oh, perfect. And sexist as shit. So 
Dr. Dr. Anthony LaPala, a psychologist at the Federal Correctional Institution of Texarkana, offered insights into the possible profile of elusive phantom killer. LaPala believed the killer had a strategic plan to continue making unexpected attacks, similar to the method employed in the murder of Virgil Starks on the outskirts of town. But we all know that was probably fucking Katie. That was Katie. He asserted that the same person was responsible for all five murders and speculated that the killer fell within the age range of mid-30s to 50s, driven by a powerful combination of heightened sex drive and sadism. LaPala characterized the perpetrator as intelligent, clever, and shrewd, highlighting the potential difficulty in apprehending... God damn it, Colton. What did you do? Nothing. You dumbass. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. God, I wish we could tell y'all. That was, that was. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. Everything you described just sent me straight to it. (laughs) And I was like, what if it was? But highlighting the potential difficulty in apprehending someone with these traits. In Lapala's theories, (laughs) the killer appeared unafraid of police activity, but adjusted his approach Due to the increased challenges of attacking people on vacant roads, so he went to the rural houses on the outskirts of town, i.e. the He's just shy. I'm a shy boy. I'm a shy boy. That's, oh my God, he was the first femboy. See, he does things like that, and he's like, I promise, I like women. Who? I do. Aiden? Yes. what I do? <laughs> oh my God. femboy? No, before that. what I what I do? Say, I'm do? shy again. I'm shy. That's oh. why I was attending the You got that. You got Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I, the I more and more he talks, the more I question it. If I'm gay, I'm going to be shocked, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be like, whoa, I didn't see that one going. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to Swingin' Richards. You know what? I'll go. If anything <laughs> tingles down there, then I'm like, you know what? I'm gay. <laughs> Consequently, he shifted the target to a farmhouse. Apollo suggested that the killer might be leading a seemingly normal life. Likely not a military veteran, and you're not going to... I deleted what he said about the military veteran. What do you say about it? They're not smart enough to do this crime. <laughs> 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 oh, it says some more fucked up shit, too. Like what? Keep going. And potentially not a resident of the area, despite possessing knowledge of it because of the IQ of the people in the surrounding area. <laughs> the psychologist <laughs> emphasized... <laughs> Emphasized the attacks exhibited evidence of uh, malicious. All right, exhibited evidence of malicious planning. Emphasizing the killer worked alone and disclosed his crime. Disclosed, okay. disclosed his crimes to no one. Words are hard. Furthermore, Lapala proposed the possibility that the killer could shift his criminal activities to a distant community or somehow suppress the desire to assault and kill people. Notably, Lapala also discounted the notion that the killer could be a black man. I had to change the word and censor it as well. I wonder why. God, well, so he's—I just put the word. You know, he—he he really hated African Americans, by the way, from what he was so saying. So did most people. But he wasn't it. saying African Americans. Well, obviously, were a part of this crime. The reason why he said African Americans were not responsible because most of them are not clever. That's pretty much his reason for everyone at this yeah, point. Yeah, and you should see what right. he said about women too. It's pretty much the exact same thing. These psychological... By the way... You should feel, ask Katie about that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, dude, if he walked into a bar with his, like... <laughs> with the people he's talking shit on, like... So veterans, African-Americans, women's aren't smart? And the people in this town. Yeah. <laughs> Beat the fuck out of them. Like, I can commit this crime. 
He does realize that some of the best killers are some of the dumbest people in the world, right? Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the psychological insights, while speculated, provided a framework for understanding the potential motivations and characteristics of the phantom killer, adding to the complexity of the investigation and prevailing sense of fear within the Texarkana community. So he pretty much gave the first, like, FBI profile of, of the killer, even though I think it was completely wrong. Yeah, was he ever even there? No. Yeah, then how the fuck's he know? Yeah, he's. Comp- I, Maybe I, he's not as smart as he thinks he is. So because what he described, they started to look for those kind of people. Just normal people. Yeah, just normal people, mid thirties. Like the to Salem witch trials. Did we mention yeah. the mob in the last episode? The mob. Did we mention the mob? Not yet. No. I mean, I don't think it's the mob. I mean, that's one of the theories. But I feel I don't think it's the mob. I don't think it's it, there's no. It wouldn't make sense. There'd have to be some kind of connection. The mob didn't just go around killing people. My, At least like that age range. My thing is uh, the the sadistic acts and the posing of the bodies and what he did to the men. Yeah, that's like, not there. Yeah, that's not that, their that, mo. Yeah. Despite these efforts, an unofficial theory among the majority of officers pointed towards a motive of sex mania. This theory emerged as investigators noted the large amounts of money in the home were left untouched and Katie Stark's purse was not taken. Because it was Katie. Because yeah, it, it was fucking Katie. Katie. What if it's the guy with the amulet doing all this? <laughs> the entire time. They don't check me. That's what he's protecting. The police No, no one wants to sleep with me, so I'll kill you all. Oh, the guy. That actually kind of makes sense. Oh as God. of March 30, a fi- March, as of March 30th, a $500 reward. That's my birthday. Had been, oh, happy birthday. Have been posted by oh, the that police. Was your chance. He's an Aries. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's your chance to get me back. Oh, no, no one, one asked. asked. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> Had been posted by the police in an attempt to elicit new information on the case. However, this led to over 100 false leads. This is why you don't leave like yeah, no $500 reward because people are calling and going, it was Bigfoot. I think it's my neighbor. Yeah. Were they actually giving money? I think it's Did my they actually shit give it for boss. just like only if it was good information. But what's good information? It's something that will like point it has to like, like lead them to it. Yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't there one where the, he actually? I think we talked about it. He led them to the person and they didn't give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> I forget which murder that was. They're like, that's the motherfucker, and they're like, nope, no, it's not. And well, they caught him, but yeah, then but they were like, on. it wasn't. No, because like he actually led them at the moment, and they, something oh. about like he's already dead or some shit. So they're oh, like, yeah, yeah you're not yeah. getting any money. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah, so he should get out of us there when he was alive. But so they put out their, the money. $500 reward, right? This led over 100 false leads, but the re- reward fund lasted within days because they gave over 1700 bucks. So they gave three $500 and one 200 and they were like, we're Did they even funds. lead into anything? Like, what no. were the good leads they gave money for? So, some people were arrested, but we'll get to that in a few. Okay. And then they increased the fund so they can give out more rewards, so they gave more information. It rose to over $7,000 on one night. How much was that back then? Uh, I think you can do the, the price calculation on that while I continue. And on the night of the Stars murder, it surpassed 10000 in the following 10 days. So people are like, you said oh. seven thousand. Yeah, well, just look up what ten thousand is because they they surpassed ten thousand and then they just stopped the reward fund. In the aftermath of Virgil Stark's murder, in his home, a wave of hysteria swept through Texarkana, intensifying in days following the tragic event. Media coverage heightened the public's awareness of the increased police activity, 
With the Texarkana Gazette warning on May 5th that the killer might strike again at any moment, at any place, and against anyone, police found themselves Police found themselves drowning with reports of prowlers, and one officer noted that much of the alarm steamed from the excitement, wild imagination was just sheer mass hysteria. No one was experiencing anything. They were just like, I'm freaking the fuck out, and almost all the reports coming in were false. The murders prompted a significant shift in community behavior. Previously, it was a common place for houses to be left unlocked. Unlocked. Well, that's their fault. But because of this, people start locking them motherfucking doors. <laughs> and a lot of them decided, you know what's a great idea? Guns. People started walking around with guns on their hip. I think they Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe not. I feel like you're in Texas anyway, so you should. That's what I was thinking, but. No, nah, not in Texarkana, apparently. What's around Texarkana? Texas. And our, our well, country. fucking obviously <laughs> Texas. I don't know, bro. <laughs> But some went so far as to nail sheets over the windows to secure the windows shut or use screen door braces as additional window guards. It's from. They're in yeah, from. Pretty much, yeah, dude. <laughs> the day after Stark's death, local stores experienced a surge in sales for locks, guns, ammunition, window shades, blinds, and milk. Don't know what the milk was for. Maybe it's like holy water for murder. But that's always been around. Every time there's like a fucking like panic. Everyone buys all the, the milk. Milk and bread is gone. And they buy all the gas. Yeah. Well, I don't think mm. at that time people. I still don't understand. Why buy all the milk? Milk perishes really quickly. They, they also got the bread. I just leave the bread because I was like, and just milk. <laughs> well, you should have mentioned the bread. Well, and bread. But what are they fucking making? You can eat straight bread. Bread and milk. Sounds like a Skyrim dinner. <laughs> What's Look in your dinner, people? Milk and bread. Look in your Skyrim cookbook. Milk and toast. Milk and to- oh, he could probably make cinnamon toast. Ooh. Get some eggs. A bit but they're not getting eggs. It's just milk and bread. <laughs> it's not the best cinnamon toast you've ever had. Still- they could try. Items like window sash locks, screen door hooks, night latches, and other protective devices were also in high demand. One ad seeking guard dogs reflected the community's heightened sense of vulnerability. So, like, people had their dogs out, just chain. Or like, another thing, people would chain their dogs outside to be as a form of, like, alarm. My oh. dog would be inside with me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I like people chain up their dogs up outside pretty often anyway. Well, they would chain up the not. front door, so they're like, something like. <laughs> so the, but there's a back door. But they're most like a lot of them were chained to the front like fence posts, so they like people. Yeah, but what in. if they just came in the back door? They're fucked unless you have two dogs. <laughs> you you buy two dogs on purpose, one to go in the back, one in the front. <laughs> just bark, all right. That's all you got to do. But I could see in the sign. Like, have you seen the movie Signs? Yeah. You know when the aliens get the dogs. Like, rawr, rawr, rawr. I'm like, oh, thanks for making that noise. So sad. Thank you. The no, com- thanks. Yeah, no problem. Armed citizens turned to Texarkana into a potentially dangerous place. Law enforcement said there was a tense atmosphere. Adopted $10,000 would be $214,885.71 today. Holy shit. Okay. Police adopted these certain measures, such as turning on sirens, standing in headlights, and announcing their presence when visiting addresses to avoid being mistaken (laughs) by the homeowners, and they won't be shot. Don't shoot. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. 
This anxiety was further fueled by Gonzalez, who on May 7th advised citizens to oil out their guns and see if they're loaded. So the police are bitching about people having the guns and being, you know, scary, but also like, get them things on how, you. How are you saying his name? Gonzalez. G-O-N-Z-A-U-L-L-A-S. Gonzalez. So not just Gonzalez? I know. I put that into Google. I was like, Gonzalez. Okay. Because we trust the Google. I don't know. <laughs> I like what? Well, I put my name in this eight n. I was like, see, <laughs> but you're gonna trust the Google. Sky's dead, so it doesn't. Really. <laughs> oh More rumors persisted well into mid-May, creating widespread belief that the killer had already been captured. Oh. Some speculations went as far as suggesting secret hoardings at the Bowie County Jail and other transferred facilities. So they're like, maybe he's already been arrested. So they started looking at facilities and trying to figure out because the killing stopped. Why has the killing stopped? How long has it stopped again? Now it's been stopped for uh, a few weeks. He's just letting it cool down a little bit. It's a cool down period. Yeah. So the Gazette news offices were then brought in for inquiries, (laughs) trying to figure out, like, hey, is there any other obituaries out there? What? His controller died. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Motherfucker. (laughs) I lost my voice. (laughs) What's new? I couldn't say you're mid sentence. So are you thinking this man's like out there like playing like crazy GTA? Like, oh his controller died, so he's charging it, so no one's dying at the moment. Damn it, where was I, bro? I Did you see that video where they were showing the grandma Grand Theft Auto, but she thought it was actually Oh yeah, yes. The pedestrians get right over by the, the car. car's flipping <laughs> her face. Like, oh my god! <laughs> Sheriff Presley, expressing his concern, noted that innocent individuals were wrongly being accused of being the Phantom. People were being arrested because everyone thought it was like, "Oh, we caught the Phantom." That's like, how it always goes with yeah, any kind of murder. Local towns are like, "We we caught the motherfucker," but it's just some guy going, uh, "I was, I was. That's not me. That's not me. It wasn't me." He appealed to the residents for more consideration in accusing people and urging them not to hastily brand innocent person as the murderer. People were literally, like you said earlier, be like, my fucking neighbor did it. Fuck them. Mm -hmm. They're crazy. But, like, it's just a lady named Judith going, I just wouldn't give him a cup of sugar. (laughs) I hate on my cats. (laughs) That motherfucker. (laughs) But the challenge of managing this misinformation added a layer of complexity to the already tense atmosphere of Texarkana. However, like I said, the Texarkana fear spread to other cities like Hope, Lufkin, Magnolia, and even as far as Oklahoma City. Oh. So when you said, like, mob, there's a lot of mob going on in Oklahoma, where spikes in gun and axe sales were reported. After three weeks without associated murder, Texarkana's fear began to gradually subside. It took them three weeks to be like, that's just some old news. <laughs> we ain't scared no more. That's it? Just three weeks? Three weeks. While the concern persisted through summer, it was noted that after three months had passed, no one gave a fuck anymore. Oh, nice. It was like, hey, it's not happening. <laughs> but going back to May 7th around 6 a.m., it is noted that a lifeless body of Earl Cliff McSpaden. Not Earl. <laughs> not McSpaden. Was discovered on the Kansas City Southern Railroad tracks. Situated 60 miles north of Texarkana. Yeah, what the fuck? What are you doing? Just listening. 
60 miles north of Texarkana near Ogden. The grim discovery revealed that Mick Spaden's left arm and leg had been severed by a passing freight train just a half hour prior to the finding. The coroner's, uh, the coroner's juror, the coroner's uh, light, the coroner's <laughs> jury, upon investigation, returned a verdict that declared that his demise be at the hands of a person unknown, and emphasized that he was dead before being placed on the railroad tracks. The circumstances surrounding McSpain's tragic death have remained shrouded in mystery. However, local speculation sub-residents have... What? I'm not laughing at you. What? <laughs> fucking autism over here. Yeah, she's... I'm about to buy her a fucking fidget spinner. <laughs> so I'm starting to feel like they're just tying everything to this now. What? Just tying everything to that? No, like, I'm talking about what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, are you going to tie, like, the screwdriver so she can't fucking play with it to the court? <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, well, there's these killings going on. I don't really know how he died. Let's say that's how he died. That's pretty much it. But they it's also obvious. start to use people as, like, scapegoats. 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 So there's a theory Escaped that makes... goats. Escaped are these goats, goats. skating? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> So people believe McSpaden might have actually been the phantom killer. Uh, no, might have been the phantom killer's sixth victim, oh. adding a layer of complexity to an already perplexing series of crimes. However, some people believe McSpaden was the phantom himself, and he was hit by the fucking train, and that's why the killing stopped. Like they completely stopped after that. Yeah, completely stopped. I mean, people in town didn't recognize. But him. he only lost his legs. They lo- he lost no, his girl, arm. he lost his arm and his head, right? He lost his head, too? His head, arm, legs. But they said that it seemed like he was placed on the train. However, people believe he was he initially jumped in front of the train, but then some of the blood shows that there was alcohol in his blood or whatever, so he could have just been drunk and... Like, the down ghost on the in his blood, and he took the alcohol to get it out. But so he was in the area. No one really knew this guy. He's been seen a little bit before, but like no one knew who he was. That would make sense. What if he was just a runaway? How old was he? Uh, he was in his 30s. Oh, never mind. <laughs> yes, he's a runaway. <laughs> he's definitely a runaway. A stowaway. So he does fit that age range. But the investigation of the Phantom Killer continued and remarked as a relentless pursuit of justice, justice. resulting in over 400 suspects. Oh, my God. We're going to get into some of those. Oh, God. We're going to be here forever. Yeah. It, we don't have that much left. We're going to cover every one of them. In the Hollis and Larry case, despite through investigations, no suspects were apprehended, leaving a huge void in the pursuit of justice. The Griffin and Moore case involved an ex- uh, exhaustion of cops because they constantly pursued and questioned 200 individuals with a similar n- uh, number of false tips and leads that were all completely different from each other. None of the people that they brought in matched anything about the other one. Oh. Some were tall, some were short. You know, they were like, oh, the motherfucker's <laughs> tall. Brought in like somebody that's five foot tall. Yeah. So <laughs> they Love didn't that. match. They just like did not that match. The remaining Sussex were held. And then so after they've arrested all these people, they held them in various areas of like Vernon, Texas. However, two of them were released, providing officers with satisfactory explanations. But these two unnamed were the prime suspects for a minute that like, they're almost working together, but everyone's like, they're these motherfuckers did it. However, it turns out, uh, they fucking didn't. And they said there's the explanation was so satisfactory. They don't want to release what they were doing in public. 
What were they doing? I don't what were they know. doing? Were they fucking? I don't know. They were definitely dudes. fucking. I don't know if they were fucking. They had I don't to be know fucking. if they were with the. It didn't say if they were together or not. They were fucking. I don't know. That's the only reason they wouldn't release it. They were fucking. I mean, maybe they were just like at Home Depot late at night and then the cops arrested them. Were you at Home Depot late at night and the cops arrested you? No, but I was playing Pokemon Go at Home Depot late at night and the cops showed up. I'm like, what are you doing here? I was like I in the parking lot. Hardwood. No, I was just in the parking Pokemon. lot. Pokemon. Did you hear the story about the guy who was getting accused for murder and his alibi was that he was at like a Dodgers game or something and they didn't believe him? But then they saw like he was caught on camera with his daughter at the Dodgers game. No. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to that cameraman. Yeah. Dope. Like on the main camera on TV? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like one of the security cameras. No, like TV. <laughs> Yul Swinney, a 29-year-old car thief and oh. counterfeiter, became a prime person of interest in the Texarkana murders. Only his name was Judy. That no, was Yul Sweeney. Judy the Pontiac Bandit. When he was arrested in July, Texas Ranger Alvin Tackett. That man was born to be a Texas Ranger. That man drank his coffee black and probably tasted like battery acid. (laughs) (laughs) Investigating car car thefts noticed a stolen car had been found abandoned on the night of the Griffin Moore murders. So he's like, there's a stolen car. This motherfucker steals cars. This motherfucker did it. Oh, okay. Works for me. Yeah, Tackett located the car and arrested Sweeney's wife. (laughs) What? Okay. Peggy. Fucking Peggy. Who confessed in detail that her husband was indeed the phantom killer responsible for the Booker and Martin murders. Peggy wanted to get rid of her husband, too. Yeah. <laughs> Peggy's confession, though providing some independently verifying details, changed across several interviews, and her reliability came into question due to the potential fear of Yule Sweeney or self-incrimination. Ooh. So, some a lot of people believe it was Yule. However. Could also just be the cops making her say it. Yeah, but Peggy withdrew because you end up saying she's scared of her husband, but her story also changed like a thousand times. Law enforcement worked with her for six months to validate her confession and gather evidence against Swinney. They discovered that on the night of Booker Martin murder, Swinney was sleeping under a car under a bridge in San Antonio, contradicting the timeline of the crimes. He didn't do it. A lot of people are saying he still did it, and, you know, he, like, drove away, and then they, to get the time confused, but... They said he was just sleeping under a bridge. Oh, okay. So that got him out of it. Despite substantial uh, circumstantial evidence, Swinney was never charged with the murder. Instead, he was tried and imprisoned as a habitual offender for car theft. <laughs> he still went to jail. He still well. got arrested. Yeah. Although the case files indicated no formal agreement, investigators later suggested that Swinney's sentence was effective as a plea bargain. And some even believe... That it was a way to send him to jail because they believed he did it, but there's no way to prove that he did it. But they can prove that he stole a shitload of cars. In 2014, Sheriff President reported this perspective in his book, revealing the complexities and uncertainties surrounding Swinney's involvement in the Texarkana Marineland murders. Now we have a few other ones we can talk about real quick that I think you might find comical. Okay. Just mainly by this guy's nickname. Okay. H.B. Duty. Tension. <laughs> Henry Booker Duty Tension. Was oh, and his name's Booker. <laughs> Booker. Was an 18-year-old university freshman who died by suicide on November 4th, 1948. Well, that took a turn. Le- yeah, it got dark. Leaving behind cryptic <laughs> instructions, which directed investigations to a suicide note in which Tension confessed. Sorry. 
to the Booker, Martin, and Starks murders, he had played a trombone in the same uh, high school band as Booker, but they were not friends. He actually hated Booker. Okay. Investigators were unable to find any evidence linking tension to the murders except for uh, the letter saying he could, you know, he's the phantom killer. James Freeman, a friend of Tennyson, provided an alibi for the night of the Starks murder, saying, like, no, he, he didn't do it. He's just... Are you proud of yourself? Did you just rip ass? No, I moved no. the chair. Don't lie to us. I would, I would tell you if I farted. Don't lie to us. So, yeah, they were like, he, he didn't do it. He's just, you know, going out with a bang. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Ralph B. Bauman. <laughs> Robbie Bauman, a 21-year-old ex-Army Force AAF. By the way, this is when they were like, yeah, he, he didn't do it. He's too stupid. Machine Gunner claimed to have awoken from a fugue state of several weeks on the day of the Starks murder with his rifle missing. He said that he heard about a suspect matching his description and hitchhiked to Los Angeles feeling he was on the run for murder. He woke up from the fugue state being like, after me, and he had no idea why. So... He hitchhiked to Los Angeles, but on May 23rd, he told Los Angeles police that he thought he might be the Phantom. No. Yeah, he's like, I'm, We're not, I'm not even going to go yeah. into that one. That's so stupid. Yeah. And then I think everyone, it might be me. Police arrested him, but then they said several parts of the main story had a little basis. In fact, they just think he was discharged, and he was trying to find a way to get sent to jail so he can have three meals, like three, three oh, pots and a cot. cot. Yeah. So... Because he was living on the streets and he was going like train to train, so that and that's when trains ran on him. No, hey yo, Uh you know like train riding where you jump on. Yeah, I mean he could have been getting fucked by dudes. You know. (laughs) And then another one was a German prisoner of war who escaped, and he was taken all back out on the town. They're like, and that's why. So he would only take out people making out. Yeah. So you can you see how stupid it is? I I think it was Swinney. I think Swinney did the majority of them, and then... Um, I think it was more than one person. Yeah. I, I think it was a group. I think Katie. <laughs> it's I think Katie's Katie, in the group. Katie got a body. <laughs> Katie got a body. But that's the Texarkana Moonlight Murders. Unsolved to this day. Oh, nice. Is yeah. there a part three or no? No, there's no part three. Look at that. I took out a lot of information that was absolutely useless. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, it was mainly like the shenanigans that the, te- the teenagers are doing. Like what? I mean, they're just going around being vigilantes. Like, they're going out at night with baseball bats. Like, we're going to get the phantom killer. But it was really stupid. It was stupid. just like the, uh, the child killer. Yeah. But at the same time, the guy has a gun. You have a bat. So you're an idiot. I mean, there's enough of you. He's only at least got maybe. get, like, one or two. Yeah. If you go fast enough, Zig-zag. half of you might die. Zigzag. <laughs> but the other half won't. But, I mean, I don't know. There's like a, but they're doing a bunch of other stupid shit. So they, I mean, they're going around trying to save their victims and trying to be put in the newspaper, saying they survived, everything like that. They then try to accuse of Laurie and Hollis, the two first victims that survived, that they're full of shit. Oh, nice. <gasps> they did it to themselves. Like it was what? a bunch of like hoot nanny boots. It's very common bull, though. Bullshit. So, but yeah, that that's the Texas Moonlight Murder. Moitus murders. Moitus. Moitus. Oh, okay. And uh, it's been unsolved. However, this. Quite a few movies for people to go watch. They're on Hulu, Netflix, and there's a modern adaptation. Documentaries or movies? There, there is d- documentaries, but there's a really shitty one. Oh. Where I want to talk That'll about That'll definitely go second. first. <laughs> it's based after, like, if it happened now. 
And it seemed like it was shot off of someone's like iPhone 12. It probably was. iPhone yeah. 12, iPhone color. Yeah, the, <laughs> like she jumped out of the window and they it was clearly like a clay, like not even like human skin. It was like gray and like a chicken bone in it. <laughs> and then when she landed out the window, it was supposed to be her leg. And it came out. She's like, oh! And I was like, this is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> they did their best. No, it was awful. They, they, within their they budget. had a budget of $12. No, they had no. <laughs> they had the budget of like clay and a tin piece. $12. So, $12. <laughs> but I did like the part where the guy kept bashing her head into different windows. You like that part. Okay. No, but the thing is, how many fucking windows <laughs> he does everyone in the house no, come here but they make i think <laughs> they missed they, one they just kept hitting her head in various windows and like mirrors after a certain point i'm like just fucking kill me dude this is bullshit <laughs> how many fucking windows are on this just like, shoot me and then i mean there's like so many shitty movies about it and it's just it's perfect but the documentary is really perfect good. it's no trust me you when you watch them it's like watching the Bigfoot movie we watched. He's that like, was a good fucking he's movie, like, though. Trust me, I was an Eagle Scout. This shit was hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's it. What, oh, what nice. are your thoughts? Who do you think? Who do I think did it? I don't know. I think Katie's a group. I just think my girl Katie is a... She definitely killed her husband. She, she did it. She got away with it. That's my dog. I didn't want to, like, look up, like, did Virgil beat the shit out of Katie frequently? Because I, I don't <laughs> think they'd have that kind they of... Well, she wouldn't. probably wouldn't even disclose that information yeah. if he did. If she's then, trying to cover it up. Right. Yeah. I just think... This shit's going to the grave. Would give Virgil's grave. Yeah. <laughs> and then later Katie's, but she died later on in life. It, it just... I don't know. She... I think she killed him. I mean, like, I would shoot my leg. I'd be like... Eh. Well, Gotta make this look... Since yeah. we got back to Katie, I did learn one thing. What? So if you ever get shot, don't go to Gainesville. <laughs> Why? Well, they uh, some people that work there don't understand the exit wounds. Oh what? yeah, I remember you telling me about this. We'll talk about this off air. Okay, <laughs> that's what, I work for them, so I like. No, I don't work for them. Certain Edit people that out. Fuck. <laughs> 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 certain people at this hospital don't understand exit wounds. But yeah, so we are the Dweller Archives. We are. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Catch you the next one. Bye. 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 Bye.